Hello, this is Horace Hume Jr. of the Pleasing to the Par.com podcast. Glad to be back on with you guys. I am recovering from a severe ear infection. Just found out uh, the day after Mother's Day that uh, as a ER doctor said I have had a lot of water in my inner right ear. So <laughs> took a few days for the infection to clear up, but I still have feels like I still have a little water in there. I'm going to be going to see a audiologist and an ENT specialist uh, next month, a few weeks. And Lord willing, everything will get rectified. So bear with me if I start screaming. It means I probably just can't, can't hear good out of one ear. But anyway, today that's been on my mind and thinking about what I want to share on the podcast today is I want to talk about hope. You know, sometimes it seems like a hard thing to come by with uh, what well, we're over two two years in with the pandemic. Maybe we're coming out of the pandemic. Uh, wars and rumors of wars, uh, war in Ukraine. And then here in the United States, the shootings. It's, uh, the African-Americans in Buffalo area and the... Um, young elementary kids in Uvalde, Texas just um, makes my heart sick. I can't even uh, watch the news. Oh, I, I doesn't feel like this is America with the amount of mass shootings that we have taking place. A little bit too regularly if you ask me. But anyway, um, one verse that I want to share with you your passage of verses in Romans 5. It talks about hope, and I refer to this in my book, The Furnace of Affliction, how God uses our pain and suffering for his purpose. Um, is the, These verses in Romans 5 are very encouraging as I reach for my glasses. And I'm going to just start with verse 1. I'm going to go through... Verse 4. No, verse 5, I'm sorry. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we also have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen to that. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, Knowing that suffering produces endurance. Wow, that's my word for the year. That's my word for 2022. So, quarter of the year in. But, and verse 4. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And finally, verse 5. And hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured, poured into our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit. Who has been given to us. Amen, amen. I think in other versions, this is the ESV, I think in other versions, it says, this verse it says, hope does not put to shame. I think it says, hope does not disappoint in other versions. I'm going to, let me just check with, check in the NASB real quick. And um, I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Um, let's see. Let's look at that. Verse 5 of Romans 5. And not only this, we exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about 
perseverance, perseverance, endurance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Well, if you remember now, if you belong to Jesus, the Holy Spirit was given to you the minute you accepted him as your Lord and Savior. So never forget that. And that's one reason we can have hope. I thought I would do something kind of cool. Um, I'm going to just focus on the word hope. And one of the people that come to mind when it talks about someone that has dealt with, had to deal with all kind of things in the Bible is Job. I mean, he had no idea what was what uh, the devil and God had talked about in heaven. And God was proud of Job and how he lived his life and how he honored God with his life. And the devil said, ah, oh, but you protecting Job. What, what, what if you did this and did this and attacked him? Would he, he, he wouldn't be so faithful towards you. And it's just fascinating to read some of the verses. Some that, um, that Job said, like in, um, let's see here. In Job 6, 8, he said, Oh, that I might have my requests and that God will fulfill my hope. Mind you, he had 10 kids that were killed. He lost everything. His wife was telling him to curse God and die. Now, here's another quote of Job in Job 8, 13. Such are the paths of all who forget God. The hope of the godless shall perish. Wow. I often wonder about that sometimes since if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, who is your hope in? What is your hope in? I can't think of anything better or anyone better than to put my hope in and to put it in God because he's always faithful. And see, here's Job again in three chapters later in verse 11, verse 18. And you will feel secure because there is hope. You look around and take your rest in security. And then following up what I was just saying about people that don't know the Lord, but the eyes of the wicked will fail. All way of escape will be lost to them and their hope is to breathe their last. Oof, that's not, see, I don't want, I don't want that. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that don't know the Lord that think the only way, and even those that do, the only way out is to take their own life, which, which really saddens me. But, um, even though Job was going through these difficult trials and challenging trials, unbelievable trials. Look what he says in Job thirteen fifteen: Though he slay me, I will hope in him. I love that. I will hope in him. For there is hope for a tree. If it be cut down, they will sprout again. That its shoots will not cease. That's Job 14, 7. See what else? What else do we have? What else is Job saying? And because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to the Psalms here in a minute. Because that you know, if you ever did discourage and need something uplifting, go to the Psalms, because that's usually how David starts a lot of his Psalms. Is he's he'll be down and downtrodden and wondering what's going on, but by the time he finishes his prayer, his song, he's singing praises. He or he's remembering what God has done in his life, and he. Um, always usually ends up ends on a high note. 
But have you ever been like this? Listen, listen to what Job said here. He said, but when I hoped for good, evil came. And when I waited for light, darkness came. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think we've all have been there. Okay, now we're going to jump into Psalm. I think it's, believe it's Psalm 33 that I wanted to share. It's, yeah, Psalm 33, 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love. And then verse 22 of that same chapter. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Amen and amen. And then jumping to Psalm 42, verse 5, it says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. My salvation and my God is what it says in 42.11 of Psalm. Now, this is something that that is interesting because I struggle with waiting. Psalm 62.5 says, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from him. Wow. Okay, let's see what else. Um, Psalm 71. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. Psalm 78, 7. So that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. Now we're getting to one of the best psalms in the entire book. Psalm 119. Psalm 119.49. Remember your word to your servant in which you have made me hope. Amen. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice because I have hoped in your word. So see that? When you have hope, you encourage other people that you may not realize that, but they're watching you. They're seeing how you carry yourself in difficult situations. That's Psalm 119.74. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice because I have hoped in your word. I want to clarify. Fear does not mean cowering in fear. Fear is about reverence, respect, admiration for God. And then Psalm 119.81. My soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. That's Psalm 119, 114. Psalm 119, 16. Uphold me according to your promise that I may live and let me not be put to shame in my hope. Psalm 130, verse 5. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope. So I want to ask you this. What are you putting your hope in? Are you putting your hope in the Lord? Are you putting your hope in God? Is he who you have your faith in? Or are you putting faith in your job or your career or money or somebody, some something? I promise you can't go wrong putting your hope in the Lord. Because I said, as I said earlier, he is faithful. He cannot lie. He keeps his promises. Um, there's just nothing better than to put your hope in the Lord. The, and the reason is you want to put your hope is because no one can love you like he loves you. 
And speaking of that, I want to read something that I read earlier today that I made a note to share this with you, but it talks about God's love. And um, see if I can... This is from one of my... One of my spiritual Fantastic Four uh, preacher, favorite preachers, Dr. Charles Stanley, he's like a loving Christian grandfather that just speaks so softly and wisely and you just can't get enough of it. But he refers to this as God's forever love. 1 Corinthians 13 is probably the most widely quoted passage in the world on the subject of love. Verse 13 of chapter 13 says, But now abide faith, hope, love, abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. Dr. Stanley says, We recognize that Jesus demonstrated, demonstrated sacrificial love for us by dying for our sins, making possible our forgiveness and restoring us to fellowship with the Father. Yet we often fail to realize that Christ's love goes, goes even beyond the cross. Everything we do, don't do, face and don't face is touched by his continuing love. Everything about us hinges on love because God who is love created us in his image. Because God loves us, he gives us blessings and lets us share them. When we pray and are told to wait, it is because he loves us and knows we need time to grow. Amen to that. When the overwhelming choices before us make it hard to know which way to is up our Lord and Savior shows us our need to depend on his guiding love Jesus demonstrated this kind of amazing love to Mary and Martha upon Lazarus death in John 11, John 11 6 says so when he heard that he was sick he then stayed two days longer in the place where he was Jesus knew Mary and Martha needed to grieve in order to grow he allowed the sisters pain because he loved them until we come to understand and believe at our deepest innermost level that God is love we will struggle with trusting him yielding him obeying him and serving him wholeheartedly one of the keys to our spiritual growth as Christians is believing in God's love even when we cannot see it while we are to live in faith and hope our most important dwelling place is God's love. Amen. Without making his love our ultimate dwelling place, we cannot fully live in faith and hope. We should refuse to take a step or a breath without remaining keenly sensitive to the greatest of these, our Father's love. That's, like I said, Dr. Charles Stanley. So I want to come on today and just encourage you to have hope to make sure that you seek the Lord with your whole heart he will not fail you usually when you can't find him it's because we have moved away I know I have moved away many times and have gone back humbly before seeking him asking for his help so I pray that you are encouraged you continue to seek the Lord with your whole heart and have hope regardless of your circumstances keep your eyes on Christ if you'd like someone to talk with about this, you can go to my website. There's a prayer request, prayer request tab. It comes directly to me. It's private. Nobody will see it but myself. 
shoot me any questions, prayer requests, struggles, things you may be dealing with. I'll be happy to respond, encourage with you, encourage you, pray with you, whatever you may need. Also, my books are still available and on sale due to the holiday. I unleash the power of prayer in your life, a, a, a power that transforms lives. And then my latest book, The First of Affliction, How God Uses Pain and Suffering for His Purpose. I pray that you're encouraged by this podcast today. Encouraged to have hope, but not hope in anyone but Jesus. Or at least make Him your priority to, to have hope in Him. And you will see a big difference in how you live each and every day. Thank you again for tuning in. This is Horace Williams Jr. Tune to the Pie.com podcast. Hopefully the next time I talk with you, the ear infection all cleared up and everything sounds good. Have a great week. Keep your eyes on Christ and I'll talk to you soon. God bless.